Thanks for tuning in to No Cap, the internet's handsomest podcast. I'm Jason Priestess. He is the legendary Tyvis Powell. Tyvis, how are you today? You know what? I'm doing really good, as usual. As know, usual. Every time, I, every time I wake up, man, it's just like it's a beautiful day. Like, it's supposed to, it was snowing and all, but like, you know, it's still a good day. You know, you if you alive and breathing, that means you got a chance to, like, make a difference in somebody's life. And, you know, that's like my, my biggest motivation. It's like, I want to inspire somebody to change their lives for, like, the better. And, like, and credit me for, like, the reason why they did it. And then it's like, I could die a happy man if I can pull that one off. Man, it sounds like you're auditioning for Urban Staff. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you want me listen, to sit in that segment? Say, get listen, the, listen Ur- Urban, I mean, you know, if you need if you need me on the staff, I do that too. You know, I, I'll be a player coach. I can do both. <laughs> they're not, I, ready. I'm still, they're not ready for that. I'm still in shape and ready to go. I'm like, you know, I, I got a lot of greatness in me that I need to let out on this field before I hang it up. So, you know, but you know, I, I do the coaching thing too. I show people how to do it. I got a couple of friends on that team that needs my, my guidance. I hear that. And you are, you are uh, you certainly still in shape and can play if you need to. That's, that's a, a nice little perk to have in life. You mentioned the snow, man. It's uh, it's like the first week of February. I'm already, I'm over this month already. Man. I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so tired of February. <laughs> Listen, February is, is, is probably my favorite month of the year. What? Bias reasons. You know, my birthday is on the 16th. If anybody okay. Want, anybody want to give me a gift? You know, I, I accept everything. You know, my if I could pick one thing, it would be uh, some BW3s or some canes, something like that. You know, just a little gift card. Nothing. My favorite restaurant is Chipotle. Uh, not either. That's neither here nor there. But yeah, man, you know, simple I'm, man, nice and easy gifts, right? February 16th, man. If you don't know what to give me, Chipotle gift card is always acceptable for me. <laughs> Chipotle gift card. You guys heard that? Mail Tybus uh, the Chipotle gift card. Hit him up on Twitter, and he will give you his email, and you can uh, you can send him those gift codes. And he absolutely, will eat all the Chipotle. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, and about- also also you know Valentine's Day. You know, I, there's that. Yeah, yeah, man. No. Michael Jordan birthday. You know me and Michael Jordan like like 24 minutes from having the same birthday are you but serious I, yeah i was born at night time i was born at like 11 36 at night i think that might be right i was either 11 36 11 34 michael jordan was born on the 17th i so, had no know, idea yeah i'm one day greater than him so that's how i know i'm supposed to be great jason because it's like you know me and mike like that close and i should be like a little bit better than mike <laughs> yeah, well, you know, according to me, you are. And uh, whenever anyone thinks of 23, they think of you and Mike, not LeBron. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just, just you and Mike. That's it. <laughs> no, no one thinks of LeBron at all. So, yeah, I'm with no, you. No, he, he stole the number from us. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like in the Super Bowl? See, this is tough, man. T- you, I'm scared to bet against Tom Brady. Honestly, I want Tom Brady to win. And, and me, I know me being an Ohio State grad, and I don't want to see that team up north. But that's, like, the only good thing that's ever happened to them. So that's why, you know, I I can't deny his greatness. And, you know, I would love to see him switch teams and, you know, get it done and end the whole thing with whether he needs Bill Belichick or Bill Belichick needs him. I mean, he pulled this one off as clear as day what it is. Yeah, we got answers. (laughs) To have seven rings, I mean, he that's more than Michael Jordan. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh, it's yeah, incredible. I, it would be nice to see that. But like like I'm a fan of Mahomes too. Like Mahomes does some great things, man. Like they the Kansas City Chiefs to me is kind of like the Golden State Warriors, man, where it's just like they always just can come back and win the game. Like we seen it last year when they did what they did to the Texans. So it's kind of like, you know, you can never count them out. So I expect it to be a very good game. And if it comes down, I'll tell you what. If it come down to the last drive and Tom Brady got that ball, I, I like Tom Brady's chances. You got to, got to. He's done it too many times. What do you? What goes through your head if you're playing? If you're a safety and you're playing a guy like Mahomes, where he can run right to the line and then throw it over your head? Like, what, I mean, how how do you play that? Uh, for me, I would probably keep everything in front of me. You know, the Chiefs specialize on explosive plays. So you have to, you know, you just got to make Mahomes take the check now, which, I mean, it's very, it's easier said than done. You know, you got to basically, like the 49ers did a great job of it last year. You know, they they really held Mahomes for like 
four, like for three and a half quarters. And it's just like it got to the end of the game and they got that one deep corner route and that just opened up everything. And Sherman's up giving up the fade. So it's just like that right there. That's what I said. Two explosive plays changed the game. But before those two plays, they was in good shape because they kept everything in front of them. And that's the only way you can beat that team. You got to keep everything. You got to play everything deep to short and just make Mahomes take the check down. No quarterback can sit there and beat you off of throwing check downs all game. It, it gets boring. You know, they get antsy. They want that deep ball. So they go, mm-hmm. then they're going to tend to force something. And then you should be all over it when they force it just from just doing your job. Yeah. I mean, you said it best, but easier said than done. We'll, we'll tune in and hope for a good game this weekend. You can find no cap on Spotify, Apple podcasts and elsewhere. We're so thankful for your support. We got some stickers, man. We got some show stickers. Oh yeah. Yeah. And if you send us an email to no cap pod, N-O-C-A-P-P-O-D at 11warriors.com. Include your shipping address. We're going to send you some free no-cap stickers out in the mail. Look at that, man. Spreading I, the word. That is that's that is really great right there. Look at you, man. Yeah, they're nice stickers, man. They look good on your laptop, your skateboard, wherever you put your stickers, your coffee mug, I don't know, your tumbler. Yeah, you know, a lot of these kids nowadays put it on their MacBooks. You know, that's that's the thing to do, to put it on the MacBooks and customize the MacBooks. That's maybe, right. Maybe I give me like 10 of them and, you know, just fill mine with just, just <laughs> no cap on. <laughs> do it, man. Yeah. So hit us up. We'll send you some free ones. Big news at Ohio State this week. Some coaching changes. Mm. Matt Barnes is getting full control of the secondary. He was the assistant secondary coach. And special teams coordinator, he's sliding over to get full control. Quality control coach Parker Fleming is moving over mm. to take over special teams. He's a guy you know. He was there. Uh, he's been to Ohio State in two stints. The first one was 2012 and 13, so you probably know the guy pretty well, right? I, yeah, Parker was uh, he was that guy that, you know, when, when meeting started, you know, he was that first guy in there. You know, he worked. He ran the film. He always knew, like, the – he knew the, the special teams like the back of his hand. You know, he's that guy that if you're struggling, um, he will get with you. You know, the coaches be like, just go meet with Parker and Parker will explain everything to you. And he does a great job of dumbing it down and making things, you know, seem simpler and making sure that you understand it and have a good grasp on it. So, you know, to see him get the job, I mean, that's kind of a no brainer to me. I mean, the, I definitely think the special teams is in great hands because Parker is really a genius and he really knows what he's talking about when it comes to special teams. So I'm just happy for him that they, rec- you know, that he stuck with it, you know, and they recognize the the talent that he have, and they finally rewarded him for it. I'm sure a lot of Buckeye fans would love hearing you call him a genius. I know 2019 Matt Barnes said that Fleming was, quote, the best special teams coach in the country. He helped design that uh, Chris Olave pump block against Michigan in 2018, which kind of opened the floodgates and, and turned the game into a rout. So yeah, he yeah, he, like I said, he knows what he's doing, man. There's something he's gonna make something big happen with the special teams, whether it be you know better returns or more pump blocks. But he's definitely gonna he's gonna do everything he can to provide a spark in that that phase of the game. You know, he's gonna make a game change and play in that phase of the game, which is something that you know we haven't really seen a lot of. I mean, we get it like a couple of times a year, but I think with him, you know, he'll make it happen more often. I hope so because you know what? It seems like it's been about 30 years since Ohio State returned a, a punt or a kickoff for a touchdown. <laughs> have, have you been there? Have you been there? No, wait a minute. I remember. I remember. Right. Did Jalen? I feel like Jalen took Buddy, one. That was like seven years ago already. So ain't <laughs> nobody took one back since then. <laughs> I don't know. I think what Jalen had one against Indiana, didn't he? Yes, he did. And I don't know if there's been one since, man. How can a team with this much talent not ever take one to the house like that? You know? Really? Well, it's gonna change. I, I'm I'm calling it. You're hearing it first. I well, I lie to y'all. Listen, it's gonna happen next year. This upcoming season, we taking a punt or kick kick return to the house. You heard the man. Book Guaranteed. It. Book it. <laughs> so Greg Madison's out. He retired, and Kerry Combs is a sole defensive coordinator. I know Kerry's your dude, man. Are you comfortable with him getting the whole show? Absolutely. I said it last week, you know, I feel like you know now he doesn't, you know, I think Coach Combs has, is a great mind, you know, and it's nothing better than to, you know, get, you know, every defensive coordinator, every coach have like a vision of what they want to happen. 
And, you know, for him, this will be the only, the chance that, you know, he gets to, it's his full vision. Like nobody is putting any input. I mean, obviously he's going to get some input for like the other coaches, but ultimately he makes the final decision. You know, he don't have to con- console with nobody. You know, it's just whatever he wants to do. That's what everybody has to go with. So if good or bad, you know, whether they do really well next year, you know, you have to give them his credit. And if they do bad, I mean, it's just obviously it'll be all on him. And what it like, that's that he's the perfect guy to understand what's at stake and make sure that he's prepared. You know, I, I seen that he was talking about, you know, he's going to make sure that the defense remember what Alabama did to him. So they'll, it'll never happen again. And, you know, he's going to actually do a great job of that. Because, like I said, Coach Combs has a has a way of getting the greatness out of players and getting players to respond for the better. So, yeah, I think, you know, this was definitely the right move. He's definitely going to get make a big change. You know, I blame this last season on COVID. I know I'm not a man of excuses, but that's an obvious one. And you can't deny that that's what it was. Yeah, you, you've always spoken so highly of him. And, and like you said, he does have some really good minds there to consult with, with Al Washington and the great Larry Johnson and, and Matt Barnes, some of the other guys in the program. Uh, it, it's going to be his moment, though, because fans, uh, you know, weren't thrilled with uh, what what happened. To, you know, because <laughs> yeah, it it, I mean, Indiana threw the ball <laughs> on the Buckeyes last year. Remember? Yeah, they did. You know, so what like, just Bama? Listen, it, it's it's put up a shut up for him this year. He gotta he gotta get it done, or it's, he got to get off the pot. But I, like I say, I he's the perfect guy to challenge. You know, for the challenge, I think he's gonna he's definitely gonna. I don't even think I know that he's gonna get it done. I hope so, man. I know a lot of fans still love the guy, even though he did take some criticism this year. And I know that you know most reasonable fans, I think, are rooting for him to get it turned around and know that you know he's he's a high energy guy that everyone in the program seems to love, and he's a smart guy when it comes to defenses. He's got the NFL tenure, the the long high school career in Ohio at Ohio where he learned a ton, and you know, of course, his previous stint at Ohio State. So. Yeah, It'll be fun, you, man. If you know him, you you have no choice but to root for him. He's the guy that everybody will want to see do well. Good, good. Sounds like that from everything I heard. Football, we could have a spring game. Uh, Ryan Day said he was hoping for a normal spring. Here's what he had to say. It's been a while since we played in front of fans, and I, and I think that uh, it did have an effect on our players. I think the fact that they haven't seen um, you know, the crowd, they haven't seen the faces, and they didn't get the – Typically, you know, they get a lot of feedback for doing well after the games and uh, after they score a touchdown or after they get a sack, the, the, the feeling of that crowd roar, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's a big part of, of why they go play college football is that that adrenaline rush. And that wasn't there. It was different. Um, and and our, I thought our guys handled it well, but certainly we're looking forward to getting back to normal, um, you know, hopefully in the near future. So Day is hoping for something normal. He's said spring practice should start around mid-March. And Ohio State's penciled in April 17th, the date of the spring game. Well, that's that's big. You know, like I say, with the whole thing that happened last year with COVID, you know, I don't they didn't have a spring game, right? Yeah, they got shut down. It sure did. Yeah. So, you know, this is a moment for them, you know, Coach Combs to get that defense going. You know, get the new the new recruits that's come in, you know, get their feet wet and get them caught up with the playbook because, you know, we need them to um, contribute this year, especially at the linebacker position. And, you know, we got that that uh, the running back that everybody just loves, you know, since he got a little bit of that wiggle that, you know, that <laughs> Master Teague, lo- quote unquote, don't have. You know, Travion Henderson. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a chance to get his feet wet and, you know, see what we rolling with. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, how important is it to have? the spring practices the team didn't get last year to have the spring game and just so many things that didn't happen last year no senior tackle no spring game just a rough year for a lot of these kids no i mean no skull sessions all year just hoping to get they didn't have a skull session last year no oh man they got robbed did they not (laughs) they got robbed Oh man, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, no band at the game. No, they gotta bring it. No, they gotta bring the team back. The leaders let them get a couple of them in. <laughs> God, yeah. you know what? With all that that went on, and yet they still made it to the national championship. Man, that speaks volumes, man. Got some more respect for him, huh? Yeah, that that speaks a lot of volume. Man, they got robbed of a whole year. I, I, 
man, I'm sorry, fool, man. <laughs> I didn't know they didn't get the score session. I guess there was no way they could. Yeah, got cheated, man. Just, you know, the worst year of our lives, 2020. Let's hope 2021's better. And uh, it's trending that way, man. Vaccines are pumping out. Things are starting to come back. So my fingers are crossed. You mentioned Travion Henderson, the running back. It's a freshman that's coming in. Wednesday was National Signing Day for Ohio State. And... Wasn't much to it, man. Nobody committed on Wednesday. It used to be the day, man. The first Wednesday, in, <laughs> first Wednesday in February is like Christmas for fans. You know, you get all the new players, and nothing happened this year. Ohio State actually even tweeted out at seven a.m. and said, "And that's all for today." And they had, uh, you know, the Looney Tunes and that's all, folks. Graphic and yeah, it was just nothing, man. I mean, everything happens on early signing day now, and this is the fourth year of early signing day when prospects can commit to a school and sign the third week in December. So 90% of four stars and five stars signed on early signing day this year. Not many guys out there that didn't sign in December. And there's certainly not many that haven't signed yet since national signing day has come and gone too. It's kind of weird. I mean, I know you enrolled early, but this December thing kind of moves up, you know, the decision process for kids. They got to decide a little sooner, don't they? Oh, absolutely. But like I say, man, some of the like for a lot of team, a lot of kids, you know, you kind of have a general idea, you know, where you always wanted to go to school. And if you get that offer, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, like I I can't pass up on this. Like, like for a kid in Ohio, it, it, it's very hard to pass up on an Ohio State offer, you know, right. especially if that's what you dreamed of doing. And a lot of the times, you know, if you get I mean, let's be honest. If a kid gets an offer from Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, something like that, it's a no-brainer of what they're gonna do. And it's if like if that's your best offer, like opposed to all like I don't know, like for example, let's say you got Ohio State, uh, Michigan State, West Virginia, or something like that. Like it's a no-brainer which one you should probably pick, you know? Right, right. And. And that's what I feel like, like, well, I beat around the bush, you know, like I'm going to this school, you know, let's end this, all this recruiting stuff right now. Let me just be focused and let me hurry up and get there so I can, you know, get further along in my career and get the playbook down and all that other stuff. You know, it's just, it's so many pros that come with, um, that come with going in early, you know, it's like, it's, you get ahead on your career, you get ahead of the competition. It's so many negative things that could happen if you stay for the second half of your high school like you could tend people tend to get lazy you know you already know you're going to school you get lazy slip on academics you know people get in trouble it's just it's just too much stuff to risk so let's just hurry up and get there and and, and get our lives going yeah i mean it makes sense to me and again you were an early guy and you started uh I mean, it wasn't weird at all to leave and, and, and tell your high school classmates, hey, I'll see you guys sometime down the uh, road. Listen, Jason, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. Okay. I'm taking I, it to no. <laughs> I've been gone. Listen, I when they told me, Ty, you know, you got enough credit. You could graduate early. When they said that, I where do I sign? Let me get up out of here, please. Wow. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you no. were tight with and said, you know, we I'm ain't just because I'm leaving that we ain't that we, we ain't gonna be friends no more. <laughs> Y'all understand what's going on. Then you, you weren't sad I, about missing prom? Not at all. I didn't even go. <laughs> <laughs> Told my mama take that money and go and go and go have fun with it. But I don't even listen, don't, I ain't going. It where I'm going to school is prom every day. <laughs> uh, let me. I think I know the answer to another question I'm going to ask too, but is there any school that would have had you maybe thinking about Ohio State a little bit? Like if Alabama was in there, would you give it some more thought or were you just no way, no matter what? No, I was going to Ohio State no matter what. But, I mean, it would have been nice to, you know, just sitting there, you know, that guy Alabama. I tell you what, my cousins would have, my, my family would have been like, <laughs> oh, no, you, you know, you come down here, you know. They would have tried to persuade me to go down there just so they could go to all the games. You know, you know we'll come see you every week, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah, uh, you can't pass up that Ohio State offer. Right? It's not like, no knock on Alabama. I mean, that's a great place. I mean, you, I probably would have had probably the same career and everything. But, you know, like I say, just – Growing up in Ohio and dreaming about Ohio State, it's just there's just no way you pass that opportunity. 
You never tried to like get creative and finesse a visit to Hawaii or anything like that. I, you listen to me, man, <laughs> boy. What you was you there? Was you with me in high school? Listen, I didn't know. I didn't know that I had an offer to Hawaii. See, Hawaii came around like last minute, so like I was already committed to Ohio State and I was already leaving early. So they came. Hawaii came around like towards December, like where it's like. I've already signed, still delivering my personal, my eyes. So it's like no point of even coming around. But if y'all would have came a couple months ago, I showed I only because I only took one official visit. I only took the official visit to Ohio State. I didn't even go to the because it was in my mind. It was it was made up. Even though Michigan State wanted me to come bad, they was like, "That was just you gonna go to this, you gonna do your official at Ohio State, and the very next weekend we gonna set it up for you to come down and come to do the official visit at Michigan State." And I was like, "Look, I, I called them and said, like, I ain't don't even do it because I ain't coming." Wow, yeah, I, I might have had to still tell the staff, even though I was committed to Ohio State, I was like, just let me take this one visit to Hawaii. <laughs> come on, man, because it's paid for, right? Yeah, it would have been nice. But you know what? God works in mysterious ways, Jason. I'm going to tell you why. Because when I was playing, I did my preseason with Dallas. uh, What was that? 2019. So obviously not last year, but the year before that. I was with Dallas and we played the Rams. And guess where the game was at? Hawaii, so I got to see it anyway. Oh man, there you go. God works in mysterious ways. I, that was the first time I ever been to Hawaii. Beautiful. Anybody ever want to go to Hawaii? It's beautiful. I think we was in a. I think the game was in Honolulu. It was beautiful. Like it, it was, it was really nice. Like I was like, man, it's yeah for sure. So yeah, you know, God, God looked out for me. He made sure I got to see Hawaii. I ain't even had to go on no official visit. I I went on a on a game. I got to do what I love, and you know played and got to it, see it it's beautiful out there oh yeah it's, it's gorgeous my wife and i got married out there did you yeah and then we oh went, man yeah we, that was man. we went, went back for our 10th anniversary and took our son and he was he loved it too and i i love it man i i, I mean it's it's not cheap you know everything's no, 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 it ain't cheap at all. <laughs> so you can't go every year but man i i loved it it had, it's just so beautiful and so serene and man it was it was unreal i don't i don't mess with sharks though the older i get see i made the mistake last time we went i looked on wikipedia and they had the list of the last 20 unprovoked shark deaths in the united states and like the last four were on the beach literally not not just the island we were going to but the beach in wailea and i i didn't go in the ocean the whole time i was like Mm-mm. i saw i saw that the week you know week before we went so i was like a pool pool creature all week you know younger me i'd have been in the ocean the whole time <laughs> Older me, I'm like, I made it too far to get bit by a shark right now, man. I'm not doing it. Yeah, no, I ain't. You better than me because I don't even mess with the water like that, Jason. I ain't going to lie to you. I can't stand up in it. I ain't getting in it. So, yeah, that me and that, me and that shark, I ain't even got to worry about it. We, I ain't never even going to be in the water to encounter no. with a shark. It, it's it's never like, oh, the shark just comes and eats the whole body. No, they bite off your arm and you bleed to death in the water. <laughs> I can't think of a worse way to die, man. <laughs> Nope, not not playing with sharks. I'm done yeah, with that no, stuff. I, when I was down there, I didn't. I don't even think I stepped in the water one time. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, I ain't messing with it. Yeah. No, I ain't. We ain't even about to even play around with it. <laughs> I know. I, I got it up to like my shins. I mean, where I could definitely like see and make sure I wasn't gonna get you know assaulted by a shark. But no, yeah, I just I got to see it. The water was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful scenery. You know every. It was it was like the movies. It looked just like something you'll see on a movie or a brochure, you know? That's you, all I needed. I just needed to see it live. That's it. I ain't I ain't I feel you. Did you I take your wife? No, nah, she didn't go with me. Oh, now you owe her. Yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> yeah, now you owe her. Now you owe her. Wait till, maybe, co- wait till COVID's done. Maybe my tenth year anniversary. <laughs> there you go. Set it up. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, OSU finished with the number two overall class, really, really good class. Five of the top 27 prospects in the nation. 15 from this class are already enrolled early, which is the most OSU's ever seen. And there's still a big, big fish out there. We talked earlier about how most kids commit in December. The rest of them seem to commit around the first Wednesday in February. But JT Tui Malawao. A six, four and a half, 277 pound defensive end from the Seattle area. Number one player in the nation, according to 24-7 Sports. Number three player in the nation, according to their composite index. He's got OSU really high on his list. 
Mm. He's kind of waiting COVID out because he wants to visit OSU, Bama, USC, Washington, some other schools, and make his decision in April. He's the only unsigned top 50 player left. And, uh, again, trending big time to Ohio State. I hope Ryan Day can close the deal. He's 6'4 and a half, 277. What they feeding these kids nowadays? God, no. <laughs> he's like 17 and a half, and he's that big already. Golly. Man, hey, hey it's, a, it's a different breed of kids out here nowadays, boy. I tell you what, me and Lauren ever have a son. <laughs> Man. <laughs> You're going to have meat right. I hope so. I've been telling him to play basketball, but that's another or baseball, but that's another story. You know what kills me? Ohio State's got a player, Teron Vincent. Mm-hmm. His, his dad's Troy Vincent, right? You know who that is? Heck yeah, I know who that is. Hey, he like the he's he like the CEO of the NFL or something. Not the CEO, but he like something big in the NFL. But yeah, he played corner for the Eagles back in the day. Sure he's, actually, he's actually one, one of my favorite players. He was good, sure did. And his son, guess where his son mm-hmm. plays? For Ohio State. Defensive Wait. tackle. Really? Yeah, that wild. It blows my mind that a cornerback kid could be a DT. <laughs> wow, yeah. You well, might, have, mean, a, you might have a DT. You might have a DT. Listen, listen. You make more money down there. <laughs> you make more money in them trenches. I ain't going to lie. You, you become effective in them trenches. They will pay you good. Man, no one's watching highlights. You get roasted all day either, man. You know, it's easier to make mistakes down there. Yeah, it get covered up real fast. They're blaming, it? On a, they're blaming on the linebackers before yeah. they know it was you. I slipped and I got chipped. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama finishes with the number one class, crushed it. It's the top class of all time. Oh, my God. I mean, after the season they had, I ain't shocked. Previous best was Urban Meyer's 2010 Florida class, and now Bama gets the best. Just what Alabama needs, right? The best class of all time. Yeah, they really love. I mean, but that's every year, though. I mean, they, Bama is a is a program that's like it's not like they're gonna ever really fall off. Like, I mean, they have a great culture down there. They got a great coaching staff, you know, and they just been doing it for so longer. It's just like it's a safe pick for kids to want to go there. Like, it's kind of like Ohio State. It's a safe pick. It's like you know, worst case scenario. I mean, I I know we're gonna get great coaching. I know mm-hmm. that we're gonna be in the championship talk every year. It's just a safe pick. If you're picking one of these top four or five schools, you really, really can't go wrong. Like you said, it just depends on who you like better, where you're from. I mean, maybe if you're from Ohio, you you stick with the Buckeyes. If you're from Alabama, you go to Alabama, and you can't you can't fault kids. I've never ever faulted a kid for choosing the home school. Never, I can't do it, man. Can't do it. No, because I mean, like it is. I mean, it's natural. It's like you grew up in that that state and it's just like that's all you you talk about your family probably all support that yeah i mean it's just it's it's natural for you to want to go there even if even if the team is not that good you know you could be that guy who what's the, who's to say that you might not be that guy that changes everything around you know you might right. be the, the player that that spark that they need to take them to the next level and you know how much how loved you would be if that yeah. ever happened you would be the man for life yes <laughs> Well, look at Zeke, man. Zeke was committed to Ohio State, and then Missouri made a really late run for him. Did they? And, and his mom and dad were Missouri athletes, so that had to have been tough because he lived there. His mom and dad went to Missouri. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. yeah his mom ran track. His dad but played let, football. But I, okay, but let's be let's be serious now. Ohio State, Missouri, like it worked was, out for him, right? It worked yeah, out. Like I, I think he made the right decision. But I don't know if I could have hated on him for staying home. I, even as a high State fan, I said, oh, no, I no, no. I mean, like I said, if anybody does that, I won't be mad at him at all. NCAA football is coming back from EA Sports. They put an announcement this week on their earnings day, no less, that uh, they're going to put a new version out probably, you know, two, three years away. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the last one was NCAA 14. They're going to drop NCAA from the name this time, which is probably pretty smart. And they're going to randomize the rosters. So, like, that's what got them in trouble last time is they didn't have names, but you looked up and you see Ohio State had a quarterback number one that was 6'3", and you're like, hmm, I wonder who this is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> they don't want to pay the players, man. That's this. Well, I, they're, they're trying to be safe right now. I think they're positioning themselves that they will be able to pay the players. I mean, you guys get in the NFL. A lot of people don't know this. You get like a Madden check every year, don't you? Yes, you do. Ooh, How nice is that? It is fantastic. Man. It is fantastic. 
fantastic. You know, it's it comes about August ish, like right when you're in camp, about that time. They come drop them checks, man. It's a nice, nice chunk of change, man. Definitely a game change. <laughs> Here's a check for doing nothing, just appearing in Madden. Thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's well, beautiful I love those thing. checks. They, they had that in college, man. <laughs> oh my! And it was to the amount that it is in the NFL, man. Who you wouldn't hear? You wouldn't hear a kid complain about college again. They they might stay an extra year. Next year, <laughs> we might see a little bit of that. I mean, obviously not for the high end players, but if they're, if they're able to make some money, may, may change a mind here and there. A lot has changed since they last put out their put out their last game in 2014. Man, you got I got the college football playoff right now. You got the transfer portal and opt outs. I mean, imagine you're running dynasty mode, playing that game, and your star player wants to opt out of your bowl game. <laughs> what are you gonna do? That would be. Uh, listen, uh, he he playing. <laughs> ain't no ain't no opt out. You playing? <laughs> well, the game, man, and making him not play. We'll see. We'll see what kind of sway you got in that game. Uh, what about turnover chains, man? You you gonna have those in the game? Guy gets a turnover, he goes on the sideline, puts on a, a chain or a backpack. It do, I'm pretty sure they would. Well, I guess they can't. Ah, they can do that still. They can still do that. Yeah. Like, like the U, Miami had that going on on their side. I'm pretty sure they add those in there. Because that's, I mean, that's what goes on. So, I mean, you can't go away from what they actually do. Yeah. And six years ago, almost to the day, Cardell gave the world one of the most amazing tweets ever when he tweeted <laughs> out saying, man, I wish everyone would stop saying I beat a kid in the hospital 91 to 35. It was 98 to 35, had 91 with 126 left in the fourth. I taught him well, didn't I? Did I, I teach him well? You did. <laughs> you, we had no mercy for nobody. Just ruthless. <laughs> no ruthless. Mercy nobody. Ruthless. He better. He actually better than me because I'd have went for the 100. I don't know what he was thinking. I definitely would have scored 100 points. Oh, yeah. You got a chance to get 100 on a kid in the hospital. You got to take it, right? Yeah, man. It builds character, you know? A kid probably was... He probably was talking crazy. He's like, you know, I probably beat you in Madden. I beat you in Madden. Or I beat you in NCAA. I play it all the time. Running his like, mouth, huh? He be like, really? Oh, let me see. <laughs> and you go out there and do it and try to score 100 points on them. It, it, it humbles them, you know. They'll be a better citizen in America for it. You know, it's a, they'll take the humble approach and know not to be a, a bragger or a boaster anymore. You know, that's just... No, I play the game. I'm pretty good at it. I like to play you type thing. That's the type of attitude they'll take. To. <laughs> That's unreal. What was it like, man? To, I, I know we've talked a little bit about this before, but was it surreal playing with yourself in a video game? I tell you what, it was nice. I ain't, I ain't going to lie. My rating wasn't good at all because. Did you boost it? Did you go in there and edit it? Yes, I did. Everybody <laughs> does did. everyone does? Don't they? <laughs> everybody does. <did. laughs> Like, you ain't about to disrespect me now. No, Ninety nine no. in my mind. <laughs> so everyone does it. That's I figured that much. Yeah, but yeah, it was because that was the first time. Like for a kid, like you drink, you play this game all your life, and then that's the first time you actually like own a game. So it's like, man, like I, this is legit. Like this is unbelievable. My friends was calling, like, yeah, you know, you own the game, blah blah blah. Like, yeah, man, I made it, didn't I? <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely a, a proud moment, you know. It's But I, but when you get on that other one now, when you go on that, man, let me tell you right now, that, that's a different animal. <laughs> that's big time. You're getting checks. Your name is in the game. It looks like you. Yeah. Did they, did they do the a good job that, in your face? Did they do a good job? That's the part that tripped me out. No, they, my face didn't look nothing like me. But that, the part that tripped me out, man, is they had my swag right. I was like, man, they, they put the tile on, had the, sli- the one sleeve on the arm. I was like, they really pay attention, man. This is crazy. That's unreal. So they had everything down the way you wore it, huh? Yeah, it was it was nice. It was real nice. Yeah, eager to to uh to get this game out again, two or three years away. You gotta help us, man. We need to set up a rematch once it comes out between that kid and Cardell. <laughs> I don't think that kid would have played Cardell ever again. No, here's how <laughs> here's how we'll hype it up, man. You're gonna train the kid. <laughs> That's the case. He better start running the ball. <laughs> you gotta run the ball. That's what you do. You you run the ball, 
And then you open up play action. See, you by running the ball, you actually wasting clock. You know, yeah. so like oh, yeah. you you get a you get a lead. You know, like he can't come back because the clock is, he ain't gonna have no time. Like that's yeah. what that's uh, that's awesome. You got to go in with a game plan. I'm gonna run this ball, and if he can't stop the run, I mean, it's gonna be a long game anyway. But I'm gonna <laughs> run the ball, and if he stops it, I'm gonna open up play action and get just get the first downs. You know, get a first downs, maybe score, take the field goal. You know, play it real smart. I put the pressure on these people. Like people just go in there and just want to throw the bombs all game. Like it don't work like that. It worked a little bit in real life. You see, you see a fade ball caught in the game in the NFL, probably one, maybe two, three times a game, if that. Like the game ain't about just throwing fades. <laughs> That's what the kids gotta understand. Like you gotta actually come in with a game plan and, and scheme up defenses. You sound like a guy that was recruited by Jim Trestle. Oh my god. <laughs> Run the ball, get a field goal. Play yeah, man, you gotta play it smart. <laughs> That's some trestle ball right there. Speaking of things that are not Jim Trestle, Clemson offensive coordinator Tony Elliott, man, he just got paid. He got a two million bucks a year now as his salary. He's an offensive Ooh. coordinator. Offensive coordinator. Well, I tell you what, you know, he's he's had the luxury of having, you know, arguably the best quarterback in college football for the past three years. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, honestly, you need to be thanking Trevor Lawrence, first of all. Second of all, give him some of that. Yeah, we'll see, you know, if he's really worth that, you know. I mean, but he he got a lot of attention from NFL teams as well. Yeah, and he he right. I, I think he interviewed with Tennessee, talked to them about their open position. So that's yeah. probably why the race came. And yeah. remember, he's the guy that had to sit out because he had COVID for the game against Ohio State. So I mean, maybe I mean, maybe they're like, hey, we needed him. We, you know, they, we got rocks. I, the kid, the, the Trevor Lawrence threw for four hundred yards. I don't, I don't know about all that. That's true. Ohio that's State true. just, I mean, Ohio State finally played like the Ohio State that we we know and love. Maybe they need to take some of that money from the DC because he's making two point four million a year. Brett Venables, no, really? Yeah, they they have. God, dude, they get paid in college. They got two two of the three highest paid assistants are now on the same staff. They got their OC and DC each make two million plus. Mm, 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 So between Dabo and those two cats, that's thirteen million dollars every year to three football coaches. And don't forget, man, Dabo is on record as saying he'll go to the NFL if players ever got paid. Well, you about to get ready to go then. Yeah, pack your bags. Pack he, your bags. he don't mean that. He eating too good. No, he's he, all talk. Yeah, he eating too Well, we already know that. Yeah, he, yeah. he eating way too good for him to to leave. You ain't about to let 13 million just put it down. Like there's no, no way. No. I mean, as a former player, does it did you guys ever when you were going through it, did you ever say, Man, I can't believe all the money our coaches are making and we're you know, we're not getting any of this? Yeah, absolutely. Especially when we won the national championship, he's like, man, they just got all these bonuses, and we Ooh. can't even get. You guys are reading about those, huh? <laughs> any of it, man. Can't get nothing. Yeah, like, it is what it is, though, man. I'm glad we was able to help them, you know, provide for their families. You know, I think, yeah, I was. Uh, I always feel like Coach Meyer was one of those guys who was on the side of like, you know, players should be paid, and it's not fair that y'all aren't. I mean, but he, and I'm pretty sure he wished it was something he could do, but you know, that's good to hear. Yeah, and so he's not like Dabo; like he actually understands and can see like pay, players being paid. Like I think he he's on the side that they should be paid. Yeah, and Gene Smith, being a former player himself, I'm sure he's very um, receptive to that to that idea as well. Absolutely, yeah. So that's that's a good thing. I think if once the once it clears, you know, once the NCAA figured out how they want to do it, Ohio State will be, you know, top of the line, ready to go, and make sure that their players are uh, taken care of. Yes, they will. I was going to say, man, don't feel bad because uh, Urban, you know, he got the bonus and all that while you were in college, but he never got a Madden check. But I, I just realized he's about to get a Madden check next year, isn't he? Yeah, he he, <laughs> he, he getting everything. <laughs> That man winning right now, boy. He's he's winning life, and he living right. That boy living. Right. <laughs> he getting everything. I, I don't even know how much his contract was with Jacksonville, but I imagine it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's getting paid. Your buddy Chris Ash is heading that way too. That'll be fun. Yeah, man, that's that, that was good to see. You know, man, he's a coach. Ash is one of those guys who's very hardworking, and you know, he's gonna do everything he can to make sure that. You know, he can bring change to the secondary. So that, 
And I was real happy to see that, you know. Coach Ash, if you, you know, I'm still available. <laughs> I'm still available. I'm going to keep telling y'all. You you know I know everything about your scheme. If Well, it ain't, I don't know if it's your scheme or not. But if you so happen to run y'all's scheme, I know everything about it. You know, I could be – I could be one of those veteran leaders of the team and I'll help the young kids, help the young guys get the playbook down and also be contributing myself. Cause you know, I, like I said, I'm still in my mind, I'm still one of the best players in this game. There's nothing that I can't do. You know, I just need that opportunity to show the world, you know, I will right, make it happen. You want to do some wax stories? I got one. It, it got a lot to do. It got something to do with the spring game. Good. It's time for wax stories. You know what we do? Tybus shares an epic story from his days as a Buckeye bringing you inside the nation's premier college football program. All right. So as a freshman, you know, we walk in and, you know, you take you take a little bit of the freshman courses. So it was um, like a, a a course where it's like all the athletes was there, like all the student athletes was there. It's like a freshman course for all student athletes. And, you know, it was the portion we were on were like was like goal setting. It's like, yeah, you know, when you make a when you make a goal, you know, you need to have like a you need to specifically have what your goal is. You need to have like a, a time frame mm-hmm. and you need to have what you want to accomplish in that time frame. Okay. <laughs> so so me being funny, I was like, I want to get an interception in the spring game. Okay. And I said specifically I want to intercept Cardell in the spring game, okay? <laughs> uh, they was like, put it out, huh? Yeah, they like put a time frame on. It. I was like, uh, you know, pro- I said before I graduate, I'm gonna make it happen. You know, I would like for it to be this year, but it, it you know, it probably won't. So <laughs> I say before I graduate. <laughs> so fast, you know, Cardell is in the class with me, so he's like, yeah, that's probably never gonna happen. You can forget about that type thing. <laughs> so fast forward. The 2015 spring game. <laughs> we sit there and I see the opportunity that it could finally happen. You know, like Cardi, I'm looking at Cardio. Cardio looking at he looking like he about to throw this. They ran like a fake screen, a fake screen and go, and they was gonna throw it to Nick. And I'm looking at Cardio and I'm look, I see him looking at Nick. And I'm like, no, you ain't about to do this. I know you ain't about to. Ch- I know you see me see you looking at him. There's no way that you about to throw this ball. And he threw it. I said, oh, I got to make you pay. I got to make you pay. This is my opportunity to shine. This is what I've been talking about for about three, four years. Love it. <laughs> so he throws it. Boom. I picked the ball off. So in my mind, I'm like, all right, yeah. You know, yeah. So Cardell, is a, he's highly upset, right? So, you know, you see in the spring game, you know, you messing around. You, quarterback got the, the black jersey on, so you can't hit him or nothing like that. So I see him charging me. And I'm saying to myself, what? yeah, I see him. I'm like, man, he ain't. I'm running out. I'm, I'm going to just run out of bounds, you know, play it safe. But I'm, I'm running up the sideline. I'm like, I know he ain't about to do this. <laughs> I know he man, Cardell laid me out. <laughs> Did he really? Cardell smacked me. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I got to go watch this oh, again. Oh, yeah. He smacked me pretty good. I ain't going to lie. The boy, the boy is good. I I ain't gonna lie, the boy definitely could have played safety back in the day. Yeah, he got he got me for sure. But the thing, so I got up, signed the ball, and took a selfie with him, man. It was it was hilarious. Cause you know, you don't get you know, you get penalized in the spring game. So I'm talking, you do all what you want to do. I took a you know, signed the ball, gave took a selfie with him, you know. That was my 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 get back at him, man. But you know, I, it was the moral of the story is this: I set the goal, and even though it took some years, I got it done. Don't never let nobody tell you what you can't do. <laughs> <laughs> was that uh, what, what ranks higher, that goal or that interception, the one you had in high school in the seven on seven? Oh, the one in the seven on seven one was way better. That was that was game. I called game on that pick. Like, Cardell is a he's an easy target. You know, I ain't. I'm I'm used to intercepting him. I don't know why he be trying me like like I'm some little kid or something. Like like I don't know what's wrong with the boy. Like how many times do I gotta teach you this lesson, bro? Don't mess with me. Leave me leave leave me be. You better take it to the other side of the field. Try the opposite <laughs> safety. You never ever try me. And you know I had to. You know you know how kids is man. These kids yeah. these kids today they you know they you know they get a little older. You know they get a little hair on their chest. 
And you know, they think they can just try to try to adult. You know, they think they could just, you know, I'm big. I could take him now. You know, you know, you know how he is. <laughs> and he tried it. You know, you got a son these kids. You got to let them know what who's who. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I hope you uh, hope you got some some good trash talking after both episodes. Oh yeah. Okay, wait to talk. I'm gonna have to call him here, and we're gonna talk about this again. <laughs> let me bring something up. I've been thinking yeah, about. Me, yeah, it's been on my mind. You know, that's <laughs> that's how me and Cardio's relationship is. We we talk. Me and Cardio talk probably every other day. Every other day, we just be sitting around. It'd be the randomest calls. We're like, man, you remember the time we did this? So yeah, so this is gonna be one of them conversations. I'm just calling. Like, man, I was sitting back thinking about this the other day. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Good, good to hear you guys talk so much. Let's do some going for three, man. I think that uh, Michigan had a decent week a little bit, I want to say, but we're going to roast them anyway because there's always, <laughs> always room to roast Michigan. It's going for three, <laughs> our weekly roast of the Michigan Wolverines. So fans up there feeling uh, a little better, I think. You know, they haven't felt good for a long time. <laughs> got, 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 got a little shot of hopium this week, man. They're, they're on the hopium. They got a four-star defensive tackle, Rayshon Benny was committed to Michigan State, and on signing day, Wednesday, Michigan flipped the four-star. He's a Michigan talent, so he's an in-state product. Mm. And they flipped him from the Spartans, man. He's a top 100 prospect nationally. It hurts Michigan State trying to get things going and helps you know helps Michigan kind of put more of an anchor down the state because you got to be real, man. This is a team, we've talked about it plenty of times, that has focused their recruiting efforts, Connecticut, it's been the most bizarre thing ever like i want to know why connecticut of all places like nobody can play football there's like two players in that state every year if that you know and and you come to ohio you get you know 50 players you come to florida you get 150 two maybe in the whole state of connecticut can play d1 football fbs level and they're hanging out there getting dudes for, to build their dynasty. I, I don't understand either. I'm glad they're doing it's, it. It's like a, it's a, isn't they like smart in Connecticut? Like you know, maybe that's what it is. I mean, uh, yeah. They got a, they're not, they're not recruiting athletes. They're recruiting students. Well, you know, school's important, but like the fans don't come out to pay money to watch you take a test. You know. <laughs> like, no, no one's lining up to see you go to well, class. Right? Depends on how you view it, because. Usually game day is the test. Well, yeah, that that kind of test. I'm talking. No one's showing up to your chemistry class to make sure you're getting. You know, there's no boosters hanging around. The Brutus doesn't show up. So I don't know what they're doing. Dan Wetzel from Yahoo wrote a really good piece yesterday about Michigan and how it does give him a little bit of hope and just kind of how things have been so bad for him lately on the recruiting front because Harbaugh didn't seem to have anything organized and so he brought in this new staff and they got I guess five guys in their 30s which. You know, probably helps recruiting, I'm going to imagine. Younger guys can relate a little better. And they're starting to see some, you know, some benefits from it already. And whether that's enough for them to kind of reset. Wetzel also pointed out, do you remember a few years ago when uh, Harbaugh started that camp tour around the, uh, you know, the southern part of the country? He was having camps all around the country. Yes. And he just, yes, I do. He, he did it for one year and then he just stopped doing it. Yeah, I get. Yeah, he did. That was like a big thing, though. Like a lot of a lot of camp or a lot of colleges was upset with that. They didn't. Of course not. They're jealous, man. No, no <laughs> like coming their turf and set up, and that's where we also got that 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 shirtless photo of him catching that pass, looking like. Ugh, I don't know, man. Not a good look for for a leader of of young men like that. Yeah, he's ah, uh, you know, he's he's a weird dude, man. Uh, he he can't. He's trying to find a spark in anything. He's he's he reaching a lot. He's pretty desperate. It's it's pathetic. <laughs> I love to hear it. Is he he's definitely on borrowed time, man? Took half the money, re-signed a new deal that basically cut his money in half and shook up his staff. He knows he's got to get something cooking, or he's going to have to get out of there, and they're not going to take too much more of it. Do you think that? Uh, I mean, what do you expect of them next year? You think they'll be? The team that was two and four this year, or you think they'll be back <laughs> to like regular Michigan where they're decent but not quite good enough to beat Ohio State? Uh, I guess it all depends on if Joey Bosa 2.0 and Cam Newton 2.0 comes to play. Baby uh, Bosa? <laughs> yeah, it depends on how they play. But I, I don't think, I mean, I, I'm always, you know, I'm always critical of them, but I don't think that they are a two and four team. I think, you know, the season kind of got away from them. You know, they just use it as an excuse, and I think they just wanted to use this year to develop some guys. 
but I don't think they are that team. And I don't want people to fall in the trap to think that they are that team, even though they do suck. They, they're not good, but you know, they, they could catch a lot of teams slipping. If you think that they are a two or four team, I mean, they still do recruit pretty decently. You know, they, it's a lot of kids that still want to go there. Decent athletes. Actually, they be having talented athletes actually, but they just, I don't know they get there and the culture is just bad, but hopefully they can fix the culture because like I said, I would like to see uh, the rivalry, you know, at least interesting. You know, I don't, they're not going to win. I mean, not by any means, they're not going to win a game, but I would like to see it a little more competitive than what it is. It's, it's getting ridiculous. It's to the point where to me, I'm not even viewing it as a rivalry anymore. Cause I just know we're going to win. Yeah. I mean, it's become that. And, and, and you know, for them to bounce back, it's going to be a little harder. They're going to have to play Ohio State this year. They didn't have to play them last year. They went two, <laughs> they went two and four without playing Ohio State. I mean, yeesh. Uh, it, yeah, I, I think it's a development. I think part of its development, you look at a guy like Donovan Peoples-Jones, he was really, really good out of high school, like one of the top receivers in the country. Goes to Michigan for a few years. He doesn't do anything there. Gets to the Browns, like, hey, yeah, he's still good. The guy's good. They just didn't use him at Michigan. Yeah, that's, that's 90% of the athletes. Like, like I say, I, a, a lot of the, a lot of the uh, athletes that I've played with, um, that went there, you know, they were good athletes, and it's just like, man, what, what do you, what did they do to y'all? Like, you actually are a pretty good player, and actually a really cool dude, but I, I don't know why you decided to go there. <laughs> like, if you would went to Ohio State, man, you might have been, you might have been running for the Heisman. <laughs> yeah, who's the coolest dude you know that went to Michigan? Uh, probably Frank Clark. He from Cleveland, but cool. One of the coolest dudes you'll meet, man. Real cool dude. Just made a wrong decision in life, huh? I mean, he was a pretty good player for them, man. I mean, he went second round, and that's the thing. They be having the players go like high in the draft too. I be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I be shocked every year. They got like a player that go first round. I'll be like, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that just it says it all about their lack of production and, and and wins in college and then they turn out to be good pros and it's like well clearly it's something rotten in an arbor but hope it stays that way for a while though i'm, I'm kind of with you man i want to feel nervous about that game again i wake up on michigan saturdays these days i'm like oh let's let's beat them down you know yeah, it's, it's just another saturday like it, it's... yeah bowling green man might as well be <laughs> right yeah hopefully you know they'll get it together i'm sure we're not I mean, hoping for too much. Just yeah, little. no, 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 no. Yeah, no, not by yeah. any means. They're not going to win. Nah, don't get yeah. it twisted, right? I just wanted, you know, come down to like, you know, fourth quarter, maybe be in the, a close game to the fourth quarter, you know. Then, you know, we take off in the fourth quarter, something like that. Like, right. it just be like from the soon as, as soon as we get the coin toss right, it's over with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good time to be a Buckeye fan. These youngins don't have any idea how good they got it. They truly don't. We have fun, man. Thanks for joining us on this episode of No Cap. Remember to shoot us an email with your shipping address to nocappod at 11warriors.com. We'll send you some No Cap stickers. They are beautiful stickers. We'll make your laptop or water bottle, whatever it is, shine. So hit us up there, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. 